If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. Uh, Cody, uh, what uh, the hell is going on? Uh, uh, you can't said tell, are you on. Beavis or Butthead? <laughs> Shut up, Beavis. <laughs> you said hell. <laughs> I did. Oh yeah, not too much going on, uh, but uh, usually we don't get into our segue quite so quickly, but Today's episode, I know a guy, and you know a guy that just happens to have, I don't know if we're calling it the pig, or the mule, or... I think it's referred to as the pig. I'm not sure. I'm not either. I tried to look up, uh, on the interwebs, I tried to look up uh, nicknames, and it just... uh, It's the urban legend of the KLR. Yes. Uh, Kawasaki with the 2022 model has made some changes and it was requested from discord, uh, by a couple of guys that bought a KLR 650 that they wanted us to do an episode on it. So it has been, I don't know why you do that guys. I mean, you just bought a bike and you want us to like, they didn't say you want us to talk shit about it? You want us to build it up? You didn't. You didn't give us any direction here, so we're kind of free flowing. Watch out! Disclaimer. Yes, uh, our thoughts do not affect how you should feel about your bike. <laughs> right, but we are going to talk about the the KLR. Our thoughts on you know its longevity, uh, what what it has meant to the adventure world. I mean. It might even be the, I'm not positive, but I think it, this is like the adventure bike. Cause I mean, it, it came out in like 1984, it was a 600 and then they updated it in 87 to uh 650. And then they just left it until this year. Yeah. And I mean, it, it pretty much stayed unchanged, which, so. you know, 
a lot of people say is a bad thing, but there are a lot of positives to that. There is. One yes. of being, it must work. Yeah, and a lot of people keep buying it. So, yeah. I mean. So, and then the other part I always think is, damn, parts, parts availability and aftermarket stuff. Right. Has to Especially be. Especially if it stays bonus. unchanged, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, I bought the Husky, which is basically a 690, the 701, but even now there's very limited aftermarket stuff for it. And, and they're discontinuing it too, right? Yeah, well, they're changing it to a gas gas, but yeah, pretty much. And so the, the 690, the 701 have just enough different frame and plastics that you can't like interchange certain things. Like motor-wise and stuff you could, but like the plastics, you'd have to do some modification or something, but just enough to fuck you. Yeah. And uh, as far as I've heard, the KLR, you know, very accessible parts and aftermarket. And, and this year they added something that tipped our buddy Tim over to the side of it. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video that had been released uh, over a week ago, uh, Tim Collins got rid of his BMW and bought a KLR. And we also know the guys that run the Brotherhood. I'm going to cut that. We also know the guys that. (laughs) We also know the guys that do the YouTube channel Brotherhood of the Bearded Pigs. The two brothers I think they're brothers that have each have a KLR 650 brand new one so and <laughs> the look on your face I just didn't know if, uh, I didn't want to interrupt I didn't know if that was the end of the end of the point anyway anyway so, let's go over here and talk about something else now so the, as we said, the, the bike's been out since like early eighties forever. Yeah. And we're in like 2022. So since like when my first pubes grew in probably, I don't know. It's almost <laughs> 40 years old. Holy uh, shit. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look back, um, BMW, they just had the 40 years of GS, but like it wasn't yeah, really they had the same model. Bike. Like, think no. about that. What other bike can you think of that like is a same CC and pretty much made the same as it was 30, 40 years ago? I can't think of another one really. No. No, I mean I mean they, they took it from a six hundred to a six fifty, but I mean other than that, it's still basically the same bike. I mean, people argue all the time over, is it a dual sport or is it an adventure bike? I mean, it kind of falls. It yeah, but it kind of falls into both categories, kind of, because it's better on the road than most dual sports. But it's I guess, Capable better off-road. off-road than more than most of your adventure bikes. And it's also a single cylinder. Not a twin. That's what I was going to say. Most adventure so bikes are twins. Usually, adventure bike cuts out single cylinders. So, so six fifty. You got the, you got the what? The the DR. 
Uh, yes. The CR cylinder, so that's one of the biggest. And the KLR is a 650, one of the biggest single cylinders until. But the KLR and the DR, I mean, I would say the DR is more of a dirt bike. Yeah, it looks the KLR like, is it looks more... a lot plasticky. I mean, it looks like a dirt bike to me. It's Just also air cooled, right? Oh, I don't know. DR six fifty. Hi, caramba. I want to say oh, it's carbureted. I do like a carburetor. I am not a believer in this TPI shit yet. I'm not bashing anybody that is. I'm just not. I'm a little more caveman than that right now. So, but Tim's yeah. uh, Tim had called me and was talking about him. Oh yeah, maybe there is a radiator. Looking oh, at the DR and and the yeah. KLR and not that he listened to me, but I kind of swung him towards I would go with the KLR myself because that's what I was looking at getting before I got Chippewa. But the tipping point for him was, number one, the price point, and number two, they made it fuel-injected. That's kind of what I think pushed him over the edge to that side. Hmm. Could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But I do know we had a discussion about the color because I asked him what color you're getting, and I knew what I would get if I was buying a KLR. I totally would do the camo. Of course you would. And he said he wanted the camo, but... Uh, thinking about where he's headed, Southern America. Oh yeah, South America. Uh, he had heard that basically they don't like people imitating at all, like being military or basically it could just bring some unwanted attention. So I mean, you don't want to you don't want to push your odds when you go on a solo motorcycle adventure. You want to kind of have things go semi smoothly. Yeah, so I guess the DR650 is air oil cooled. So it's not. Well, on my bikes, if I get air in my oil, then the clutch don't work too goddamn well. That's just me, Cleus. Of course not. So uh, the KLR also has a huge gas tank, uh, bigger than most of your adventure bikes are you saying size and, matters yes Jeez, you're a greedy little son of for a, a lot of different things number one <laughs> weight <laughs> number yeah, two distance so like uh, depending yeah, on what you're doing it should have some range on it yes oh yeah it's uh 6.1 us gallons <laughs> wow Holy shit. How much and does I, I, 6.1 gallons weigh, Chappie? Do you know that off the top of your head? It's got to be a lot. It's like eight, eight something pounds per gallon. <laughs> so, it's a lot of weight. Yeah. It but is. It's also nice to have fuel because pushing your motorcycle is not real fun. It's overrated. Especially not at, not at that weight either. Yeah. I, I don't know a whole ton, honestly, about the KLR. I was looking at it. It looks nice. I like the look. I never got to ride one. I went to do a test drive, and it was this old German lady. Yep. And uh, she said, you can ride on back. So we show up. She's gardening, and she had just cut her hand. She's, like, bleeding out her fucking finger. She's like, you can't drive. You can ride on back with me drive. 
And I'm like, no. And she's all, why? Because I'm a woman? I'm all, no, because I just pulled up and you're gardening and you almost cut your finger off. I don't, I don't want to ride. <laughs> so I never got to ride on it. But I mean, that was my first uh, option because of price point and size and stuff. Luckily, I got Chippewa instead, which I have loved, but I'm more of a off-road enthusiast than on-road until yeah. I got the Beamer. Now I, well, I just so the the, uh, my the curb weight me. on the on the, <laughs> the curb weight is 460 pounds, which is heavy when you consider dual sport versus adventure bike. The DR yeah. is quite a bit. Yeah, because I, I feel like uh, my 800 is about 421 or somewhere around there ish. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so, about, it's about the same weight as my 850. So, but you know, um, I've seen the KLRs go pretty much around the world in yes. videos and, you know, books. Tall people seat. Ride them. Tall hmm? seat height as well. Yeah, even for adventure bike standards at thirty four point three, so it's it's uh, if you're vertically challenged, it could be an issue if you're not comfortable with tall bikes. Yeah. Speaking of, that's something that changes. So when I got the seven hundred one, I would consider myself a very novice at that point rider. Uh, so I, I lowered it. I got the lowering link and lowered it. It's a tall bike anyway. I don't remember the oh, yeah. seat height, but they're tall. It might actually be the tallest. It may be. Like I, I could not hardly tippy toe it. Um, but as I get uh, more skill, I guess, more comfortable on bikes, like just this week, I was thinking of putting the original link back in. Um, Gives you more ground clearance and just more comfortable. But as a new rider, not being able to flat foot or at least one side foot, a bike is really intimidating and can be dangerous, especially off-road. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't need to put both feet down now at this point, but it's been years, you know, 20,000 miles on that thing. I'm more comfortable on it. But at first... I needed that lowering link or I wouldn't have rode it. It was just like being a little kid and hopping on a big old 10 speed bike or something, you know? Right. You're just asking to crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah. So, uh, Cody will be happy with this. The front tire is a 21 inch and the rear yeah. tire is dun, 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 18. 17. Oh, I told you that's the most popular tire size with adventure bikes. Give me an 18, baby. That's <sighs> uh, a traditional like dirt tire. I know I'm a traditional Joe Dirtay. That's my middle name, Joe Dirtay. It's not dirt, it's Dirtay. <laughs> so the fuel system, uh, KLR went away from the carburetor and is now a fuel injected throttle body. Uh, they call it DFI. It's a fee. 40, the fee, yes. 40 millimeter throttle body. Uh, it's a 652cc what? engine. Yep. 
doesn't say that on the side of the bike. It says 650. What the fuck, guys? Come on, Cowie. Yep. Four-stroke, single-cylinder, dual overhead cam uh, produces 300, or, oh, 300. 39.1 300 horsepower holy fucking shit no wonder tim got it <laughs> 39.1 feet of torque and it's only a five-speed transmission yeah so that hasn't changed it's still only a five-speed um, now i've never heard anybody say that they needed an extra gear in that thing either though no and well tim might because he's coming from a 1200 gs to well, it's like, definitely he's, he's be... used to a lot of power on the highway. <laughs> oh yeah, he just like it's got half the motor. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, and they do the have a smile ABS. on his face and and the sound of his voice since he got that bike. I'm just so happy for him. Like it's a new adventure, a different kind of tool, and he's going different places. So that I think we've kind of mentioned, but parts availability, especially. I was telling Chappie that was one of Tim's reasons was parts yeah, availability. I, and and you told me that's because of what? Because Tim had to wait for his BMW parts. You said well, that's a lot, because a, a of, lot of that is because of the uh the COVID screwed the up world. shipping for everything. Because the I world mean, we live my, in. Yes. Well, my job were some of the stuff that we're doing. Like we make coffee filters for uh, some of the airport coffee machines where you can go up and, you know, I mean, anybody that's old enough to remember, they used to have <laughs> vending machines at like places you would go, you'd go over and get a cup of coffee or a soda. You put in a few coins and it would make, it would make you a soda or a coffee. Well, at the airports, they still have those things. So we make uh, rolls of coffee filter. So the, it, the roll goes in the machine and then it pulls it a little bit out one. and it makes the coffee through it and it pulls a little more. Kind of like so we, the talping in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, they look like rolls of toilet paper. Oh, man. But so they. That's some shitty coffee. Right. <laughs> but we were just running in order because this stuff just came in for February of 2022. So we were just filling the February 2022 yeah. orders. So pretty much you're saying that shipping and availability of stuff has been messed up in this day and age, which is true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the paper's made over in France because it's a special tree. That, oh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, it's a special tree that they special need. Special tree. For the... Does the, it get a park in the handicap then? Oh, yeah. Cause I'm looking for a special sticker cause I can't remember where I parked my bike. And I think if I park it up front that that'll actually help me out. Yeah. I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> Thanks. But Thanks. yes, that that's part of it. But, um, to Tim's credit, his thought about like traveling around the world, uh, KLR is a world renowned bike for 40 years. Right. The 1250 has not been out that long. Yeah. Um, and the GS has evolved from, I, I think the first one was, what, 1,000 or 900 or something? Yeah, well, they they don't leave it the same for 40 years at BMW. They they definitely change it up. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the 40 years of GS, the very first GS was uh, 
It was like a Dakar bike. Nah. Wasn't it like black and yellow? Hmm? It was. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind of like yours. I love it. Yeah, I've got the special Sorry, edition. Chappie's bikes. Colors are awesome. It's fucking cool. Yeah, I, I like it, especially with my yellow bars. But, um, but you another reason... Another reason people gravitate towards a KLR is you can pick one up for about seven grand. New. Which is zero miles on it. Which is one third, less than one third of a BMW 1250 or Harley or KTM 890, 1290. Yeah. When I say the KTM 890 is comparable to the BMW, you're talking about 15, you know, 890, (sighs) 850. So yeah, I love that fucking eight ninety. One of our Discord positive rides. Just picked one up. Just picked one up. But unfortunately, I got a little chubby and then it his, went away because I realized he lost it wasn't his mine. Bike because of that. He what? Huh? Unfortunately, he had to get that because somebody took his other bike out. Yeah, I mean, I would not suggest that going about getting a new bike that way. No, don't. Don't try and recreate that, please, positively. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out positively. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It gave me a little gave me a little chub and then it went away because I realized it wasn't mine, but uh, Chub has not been censored. Chub. It's not officially on the canceled list, so fuck off in front of people. Not yet. <laughs> so parts but availability yeah. and also, the cost of um, repairs, right? One, I've heard this argument that, you know, like a KLR or a DR or I think Pete from Moscow even alluded to it. Like in third world countries, you buy a, a lower end bike or yep. cheaper bike and they're easier. Like anybody can work on them. Well, yeah, those Chinese bikes are everywhere, especially yeah. all the... the I don't want to say third world countries, but the poorer countries where like there's a guy on YouTube uh, that lives in Jamaica and they ride those bikes all over, you know, and just Rasta baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, it's the, Oh wait, I'm not in California. I the can't parts are interchangeable and everything. So it's a hell yeah. of a lot easier. You start putting on a, uh electronics you know the bells and whistles which are nice i won't i'm not knocking bells and whistles i love them too but uh fear in a different country of you know less means however you want to put it politically correct third world whatever (laughs) yeah um some some places especially when you're remote just can't fix whatever you know could go wrong so well, yeah, they it don't have depends the technology what you're or the tools. Doing. They don't have the tools. You have to have special tools to do some of that stuff. Yeah, like I've, you were I've talking learned about. that recently. I've got a stupid check service engine light on my fucking BMW that won't go off unless I take it to the shop. You should be able to. Take it. I mean, if you can't figure it out, you should be able to go in there and say, hey, look, I changed my oil. I need you to shut my light off. Yeah, I can and do they that. they shouldn't but charge I'm just you scared for it. that they'll charge me $250 just to tell them that. It shouldn't. I'm scared of the BMW shop. Uh, maybe I, mean, I shouldn't be. Maybe I shouldn't be. I just haven't been there, and BMW to me 
Sounds expensive. Well, my BMW is no more expensive than your KTM 890. Right. But it says BMW on it. I know. I'm not uh, knocking it. I'm just worried. Like, I've had bad experiences with car dealerships and warranties and, you know, getting charged for an oxygen sensor, taking it in to them. And realizing I could have gone to AutoZone, it's two screws. I could have done it myself, and they charged me like five hundred bucks or something. You know, that may be an exaggeration, but something to be said about the easier or the more simple the bike is, especially in remote places, easier. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I already told you, if I was going to do an around the country trip, I would go buy a Harley. You go to a Harley dealership? I would. Because if I was going to do an around-the-country trip, there's more Harley dealers in the U.S. than there are anything else. So if you needed something, the parts would be easier to get or the mechanics yeah, have would be you easier watched, to find. Uh, is it Sandoval? Is that his name? Yep. It did the tour of the U.S., like almost every Harley shop. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, he does a, like a lot for... For the, the veterans as well. Yeah. He has a campground. They can stay there. Yep. I don't know if it's free or disc. It's at least disc. K River down cool. in Texas. Yeah. Very cool. Shout out to him for looking out for the motorcycle community and veterans because. Absolutely. I speak maybe for myself. I appreciate your service. Very, very greatly. I appreciate it. Yes. And I'm not peeing. That's just my coffee. I can't hear it. Squeaking. Oh, good. Can't hear that. I think your I think your microphone's better. Wow, I'm making a wakeko, which is a little bit noisy. It squeaks. It's okay. I'll just cut it. <laughs> just cut it. Mute it. I will mute it. I just made a cold wakeko. Why? Well, because we were talking and I forgot to heat the water up again. Ah. Uh. And I need caffeine to carry on this conversation about. And he has no Red Bulls. I have no Red Bulls. No Toro Rojo. Two days I have not had a Red Bull. I'm not feeling myself. I mean, off the air I feel myself, but (laughs) let's not go into that. that. I wonder if that has something to do with your memory loss. I don't know. My doctor's probably going to have some serious shit to say. Oh, yeah. She said Red Bull before smoking. That surprised me. Really? The doctor did? Well, when you tell your doctor you drink four to eight Red Bulls a day, (laughs) apparently normal people do not do that. No. Especially if you're not... Screw uh, normal. Normal's so boring. I know, but especially if you're not, like, sweating it out. You know, if you were working out at the gym or something like that. But then again, I don't. You think don't know what I do when I'm alone. <laughs> I don't want to know what you and Jim did together. I lift weights. Uh, usually, it's the heaviest weight in the world is lifting my ass out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! It's like that last rep. You know, you've done. 20 reps or 19 and you're trying to get the last one. That's what it feels like getting out of bed some days. 
Unless I'm going on a motorcycle that. adventure. Which chapter he is. Especially at 4.30 in the morning to get up and go to work. I don't think I'd even wake up at 4.30 in the morning for sexual favors. Let alone to go to work. My hat's off Anyway. To you. No. So, um. You get KLR, in the routine. <laughs> the KLR has been tried, tested, and. True. People, yeah, people swear by it as a around-the-world bike. Um, I'm not sure if you'd say that's like the original around-the-world bike for like Africa tours and stuff like that. But people have been doing it on the KLR for decades. Yeah. Um, Is it the best? I don't know. Probably not the best. Is it the worst? Definitely not the worst, or it wouldn't have freaking been around this long. Right. I mean, people are still buying them, and when they came out with the, the 2022 with the EFI and a few minor tweaks here and there, people flock to it. It's a yeah. very popular bike. Well, I'm not going to lie. I was, uh, like I told you, I was looking at them at one point, um, and I, I continued to kind of look at them even after I got Chippewa, just for fun, but I was kind of bummed when I saw that they like discontinued it. A lot of people were, um, like I was uh, actually, I was kind of shocked, like what the hell? So I was like wondering what are they going to replace it with? Cause I mean, it's a pretty good selling bike. I don't know the stats, but it's nothing to be sneezed at right for sales. Right. So, yeah, I, I'm glad I they, didn't... they just did some, some, FI upgrades to it and then brought it back out. I think they had to in order to continue to sell it in Europe because, uh, yeah, Europe's fucking up all our bikes. Well, the, the Euro five. Yes. Uh, it's fucking all our bikes up here in the U S I swear to God, the the happy news front. Uh, my skid plate is now showing on the website again. So order 10 of those motherfuckers. Yeah. Order 10 Um, of them. Make sure you get one. The, the aluminum that they make it out of, there's a shortage. Um, I mean, I've heard that there was like an aluminum can shortage. So like there seems to be plenty of Pepsis and Coke. Well, us rednecks, as soon as COVID hit, we've been very busy smashing some some aluminum cans. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Smashing some aluminum cans. Now you you all know the story. What's this? Hold my beer. Did you say pussy? What? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Sorry, my boobies. Sorry, sponsors. Uh, I watch Beavis and Butthead. George Carlin. Oh, yeah. Seven words you can't say on television. What are the seven words, Jeffy? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. <laughs> I love that. Good skit. job. Good job. He used to say that so fast. It's like, what? I don't know. But every time you, you pull the shit now and you're like, in front of people. I hear. <laughs> Tell that Richard Pryor. Shut the fuck up, have a Coke and a smile, and shut the fuck up. Richard Pryor. Something like that. Yeah. Because, you uh, know, Eddie Murphy called Richard Pryor and said, 
you know, that the fat Albert told him to uh, not say fuck in front of people. And Richard Pryor said something to the effect of, tell that fucker to have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is jello pudding or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. He may have said in front of people, but at least he wasn't. Date rape, drugging all his freaking coworkers. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny, but it's fun. Allegedly. How about that? If you uh, decide that you want to uh, protest in front of or in in support of a cause in front of the White House, apparently you need to freaking wear your electrical safety boots. I know this is a week old now, but I know it in my in video, video Chappie just I thought you were going edited. somewhere else, and I was like, "I'm no, going to, no, no. I'm going to cut this." I'm no, cut I knew you were. I knew I was taking it to the edge, but I didn't want to be edited out, so I pulled back. I thought you were going with the Capitol riot thing. No, no, but I did tell my daughter something funny. I thought was funny. Anyway, people were struck by lightning. That's very sad out in front of the White House. So I sent that article to my daughter and. And Squatch, and I said, uh, This is why I hate lightning. Yeah, I said, See, it's no joke. Also, the current administration is drawing up charges for trespassing and possible insurrection against the lightning bolt. But they already got charged. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's so uh, close to the White House, they got to be charged for shit. something. That's funny. <laughs> The lightning was charged when it arrived. <laughs> yeah, it was charged. <laughs> I had other comments oh. too, but they were a little bit more politically incorrect. So we're not going to make Chappie work that hard and edit it out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Uh, our friend uh, said that he loved the hot dog comment. Yeah, podcast. yeah. He's laughing for days. Our good friend that we cannot say his name for protection witness program protocol. Yeah. And the wife was like, I can't believe you said that. I couldn't believe you said it either, wrinkly hot dog boy. Yeah. So uh, back to you KLR. Know, Costco sells smooth hot dogs. They're not old and new. 2023, uh, the uh, KLR is going to be green. Like Kawasaki green. Kawi green. I love that oh, yeah. color. I really do. It I remember really as nice. a little kid at like dinner and I went to one of those quarter machines or something. Yeah. At some restaurant and I got like a little teeny dirt bike toy and it was the Kawi green. So I've always thought of a dirt bike as that yeah. cool so color, the, you know. The new colors are, are uh, candy lime green, pearl storm gray, or uh, pearl solar yellow. The yellow kind of. In the picture, it looks kind of like orange. Mm. Not as orange as KTM, more yellowish than that. But Yeah, I, I mean, Kawasaki can want to be KTM all they want, but they'll never be KTM. They, they might beat be. them on the track, but they'll never be KTM. And this is be. a great uh, episode for to mention this. I just want to personally tell Husqvarna and KTM that they got it fucking wrong. 
wrong. Yes. Uh, I was told by uh, a good source that uh, they're taking the 690-701. They're getting rid of that. You know, oh, no the more 692. KTM. Yeah. No more 701 Husqvarna. They're just going to make it because KTM owns gas gas as well. They're going to make it gas gas now. But their reason for that I was told anyway, for dropping it and just making it gas gas is that people are going to bigger bikes. Um, everyone I know is going smaller currently. It's a trend and you guys are doing it at the wrong time. So I just want to put that on the record. You can look at the date of this podcast in the future. You can be like, you know what? That Cody was fucking right about something for once. Well, we've talked about it several times about how, you know, people seem to be doing BDRs on smaller bikes instead yeah, of it's easier on the on big the adventure bike. bikes. Now, if you're sticking to the road, I, I get the big bike. I mean, if I was going my house to Chappie, we've talked about this. A KLR would be great, but I would probably prefer the 1200 or a Harley or, you know, some, or your, your something with some balls. Yeah, the 800 yeah. would work. Um, but when you get off road, well, I look at lighter is better. I think I look at the NEBDR. I live right here on the NEBDR. I know. Um, I live by you. I'd never leave that. Don't know if I would want to do it on the KLR. Definitely do not think I would want to do it on my Beamer. No, you'd scratch it for sure. You'd screw up the yellow paint. My 250, Your 250, I can do that thing alone all day long, and it's it's not have, too complicated. Have you ridden that at all on pavement, the two, 250? The 250? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I know Itchy Boots a lot. does on the 300. I was just wondering how it is, because Amber's kind of serious about wanting to learn to ride herself. So I was looking at the... Himalayans. Sure. Thought maybe we got matching Himalayans, you know, then we could part spike each other. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but then Itchy went to the, I mean, to me, your bike looks funner than the Himalayan. <laughs> Just to me. It, but uh, I don't know how they are on the road. Like off road, they look funny. Shit to me. I'm not going to lie. I take it and I go explore back roads around here because I never know if the back road is going to turn into dirt. And if it does, oh, well, and if I but, drop it, it's so you pick it up with one hand, you know, and uh, the center of gravity less. is fairly low, you know? Yes. And it's Plastic got the old, is a lot cheaper than whatever fairing on the BMW. I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's a dirt bike. I mean, right. how many times have you dropped, dropped your dirt bike bit. and yeah. the, the plastic is made to bend yes my 701 has been thrown around lockhart multiple times and it's still there right pro that's what i was getting that's what i was getting at like with the like i have not ridden on the vermont uh sections of the bdr yet i've just done here in the massachusetts and new york sections sorry there's are some that i don't i wouldn't have wanted to have a the bmw on because i may have lost my balance and fallen over and then i gotta pick that 500 pounds up or 400 pounds up by myself yeah 
and multiple times and then uh, I'm <laughs> done. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, that that could make the adventure not very fun pretty quick. Yes. Um, mind you, God forbid your foot's stuck under it when it falls over and it's a heavy bike. If you're alone, if your buddy's yes. there, okay, pick up the bike off your foot, but you know, don't want a worst case scenario of shit to death, but just things to think about, right? right? Different bikes, different tools. But I think the KLR looks, it looks fun to me. It looks like one that I would just like to hop on and ride. And it does. Not worry too much. I mean, obviously do your maintenance and all the sensible things that we have to do to all bikes, but it just looks like you can have fun on it and not. Like on the Beamer, I'm just so nervous to break anything because whether it's true or not, in my head, everything on that bike's like a million dollars. Yeah, it's not true. Uh, on the KLR, I'd have more fun because I wouldn't be thinking like that, right? Like, but parts for bikes are expensive no matter what. Yeah, they are. I mean. And it's kind of in the mind, right? I but, rebuilt my 1988 KX250. Oh, yeah, baby. It was a thousand dollars. Oh, big know, shout out so to Pimoto. Sorry, while we're on rebuilding and such. Yes. I started my bike for the first time in like nine months the other day. Oh my god, the smell and the sound of that motor. Oh. What do you run for oil? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Bimoto. What um, do you run for oil? Whatever I can find. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, well, that used to be the case, but uh, well, I usually use on the KTM MotorX or Motex. Oh. Um, but I've got some new stuff because uh, Paul from Bimoto gave me some specific uh, instructions for the break-in and running of the bike, and I'm going to follow them because he seemed to have done a wonderful job on my awesome looking engine. Nice. But I, I, I don't have a chain crusher. I can't get the freaking master link in. So I need to go buy one of those today. Then I can ride it. I can't get the master link in. Now, what's up with these KTM chains? Well, there's a chain tool that you press them together with. We tried yes. pliers. We've done it before. And I had the chain tool. But then we spent all day working on squatches side by side, wiring in the blinkers and headlights and taillights and yada yada. And it was such a shit show. We had tools like thrown everywhere. <laughs> the whole Damn. garage was like, and I can't find my chain presser right now. <laughs> we tried it with linesmen's and needle nose, but. We just couldn't yeah. get it. So, yeah, I think KLR could be a very nice bike. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's uh, going to depend on what you're going to do. If you're going to put on a shit ton of road miles and not see any off-road, it's probably not the bike you want. But if you're going to do a good, solid mix of both, I mean, it's been said that the... The pig or mule or whatever the hell they call it is not the best at either. It doesn't do anything great. But it does like it, it all doesn't, 
well. It does it all great. good. Yeah. It's like a Swiss army knife and on and off road motorcycles, whether adventure or dual sport, all, yeah. every one of them are going to have compromises one way or the other. Cause you absolutely, I'd love to say that my 701's the fucking unicorn. I tell people all the time, unicorns don't exist no matter how many drugs you take. Oops, sorry, that slipped out. Um, but it's got good things and bad things, shortcomings and strengths, you know? Yeah, and, evidently the do, do hickey thingy. I was going to say, do hickey. Do hickey. That's what I was. They didn't fix it, but it doesn't seem to be an issue. But. I couldn't remember if it was the DR or the KLR that needed it the is doohickey, KLR. and I didn't want to look stupid, so I've been holding out. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, but it's it's also a not hard new model, so I they haven't got, huh? It's not hard to do the doohickey, from what I understand, anyway. No. No, but from what I understand, it's not necessary anymore. They haven't, like, redesigned it, but I don't know if it's stronger or... Maybe it's just because people haven't, I mean, it's only been a year since the thing was unveiled and shipped out to some people. So it's not like it's been around technically the same motor with a different. Discordians, let us know. Do you do hickey or do you not hickey? I prefer the chicks do that do hickey or no hickey. I prefer the chicks that like hickeys. Myself, uh, that's just my high school kid talking. <laughs> I want the vampire tattoo, you know, uh-huh. two marks on the jugular. Yeah. So I'm going to say if you're looking for an entry bike and you're not, what? <laughs> if you're what? looking for an entry, entry bike and you've got some experience and you know that you're going to want to do off and on road. Um, the KLR 650 is a good entry level because it's seven grand and like yeah. three, four years down the road when you decide to sell it, you're probably going to get the majority of that price back because uh, the value, they, they hold their stays. value. So you could also pick up a used one, but not with, uh, not with the fee, not with fuel injection, but in a couple of right. years. Yeah, the 2022 model is the first one with the fuel injection. The 23 would be the second year. Um, yeah, I if you're mind. real curious and thinking about buying a KLR 2022 uh, FTA Adventures, follow along because he's going to start posting videos about his experience on that bike that he just got. So, yeah, that would that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and if you're not following FTA Adventures and you're get the hell out of here, right? You're not you're not in the right channel. Just kidding. If you're, that was a little too rough, wasn't it? I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, it was people. just another you know cut chappy off. I'm, if I'm you're sorry. into adventure stuff and you're not watching FTA Adventures, you're missing out. Definitely are. I'm friends with Tim, so I was like, if you're not watching his videos, get the hell out of here. But that. Is not the safe place. No, it's not. I'm sorry if I came across too gruff. <laughs> there you go, Dad. I apologize for offending people, okay? I'm going to have to chain him to the Lay chair. off me. Lay off me, Dad. I'm sorry. I like to offend motherfuckers. 
Wow. You just went way off the rails. I know. Bring me back, Dad. That's what our Discord likes when I go off the rails and Chappie goes all yes. bad. <laughs> I laughed. So I almost pissed myself uh, when I saw that comment. It was great. <laughs> I know you saw it because you replied to it. I replied to what? Oh, the uh, one in Discord? When Chappie goes all bad. Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> what did? Whoa. Okay. Here comes the what if elf motherfucker to your house. <laughs> what if? Alrighty. It's been a while since the elf has visited the podcast. I forgot about him. I, I have to. But we we have a question. We have a question. We have a couple, but we're just going to go with this one. So you are offered a job for a motorcycle manufacturer as one of their ambassadors, but you have to ride their motorcycle. And for Cody, you're going to have to ride the Suzuki DR650. Well, do you what? do you accept that? Or would you say, fuck no? Can I say, suck my dick, get out of here, get lost? No way, motherfucker. See you later. No. So the the question is, you're offered a job for a motorcycle manufacturer as an ambassador, but you have to have that bike. And you have to ride that bike. Are there any, are there any manufacturers that you would turn down that job offer all of them except one you would turn down every offer except for ktm well and and that's where we get into nitpicking but there's the 901 and the 890 which are basically the same bike so either one of those but I would prefer the um, if so I had to ride saying? one exclusively like that. Like you had to ride it that only that bike. That's the one I would accept. Really? So yeah. like if Yamaha came and said, Hey, we want to give you a free T seven and pay you to ride this and put it in your videos. You would say, Nope. It's easy to say because I don't see that happening right now, but at this point, because I don't see that happening, happening. um, yeah, I mean, you and I both on this channel, we like to to be true and promote things we like and nothing against the Yamaha T7. I would love to, to try one, but for that to be my only bike that I could ride like publicly, that, that would be tough for me. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but you pretty that's, much that's ride, one. ride your, your motorcycle anyway. It's not like you try other people's stuff or go on demo rides and stuff. Yeah, I, I really don't, but, um, see, that's, my, that's where I love I, my 701 I'm, and the Beamer I'm falling in love with, but that's honestly is the wife's bike. Like I, that is for her. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, but if that was my choice, my bike, it would have been an 890, not the not the Beamer. But the wife, 
I wanted to take on more ventures, and and that's someone she liked. And now I know, she wants to go on more also, because she likes it. But you also couldn't afford the eight ninety. The BMW was used, so it was affordable. Can't get a used eight ninety. Not yet. Nope. Not at that price Not point. Yet. Not yet. No. You're years away from that. Uh, KTM, if you uh, want me to just ride an 890 exclusively on all of my crazy adventures, reach out. Cody at Throttled Adventures or two wheels in a tent at gmail.com. Tenere, if you want to think you can beat their offer, you can use the same emails. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm surprised you? to hear you say that because like. What did you think I would say? Well, I figured there were a couple bikes that you would say, no, I'm not going to do these. But to say, like, yeah. no, unless it's uh, a KTM, I'm going to say no. I'm, I, I mean, was very surprised. I mean, get right down to it. You know, I'm pretty broke ass right now. <laughs> so, I, I mean, in reality, I would entertain some things. No, Suzuki would not be one that I would do. I would just tell Suzuki, no, that's just my opinion. Not anybody down. You would say Suzuki. no to the V-Strom? I, I just, Suzuki's not my bag. I know people that have them that love them, and that's awesome. I mean, this is all about kind of motorcycles and adventures. Now, so about what makes you happy as would, an individual. Would money, so. the amount of money that they're offering, would that change things? I mean, if Suzuki was going to pay me enough, I could outright buy two freaking eight nineties and travel the world for two years amount of money. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, we all have our price, but, but, uh, but that's just it. You can't ride the T seven and yeah, no buy an eight ninety to travel the world for two years. Yeah. That's no, it would have to be a shit ton of money. Chappie. Like, like it would have to sign to a two year contract with T seven with Yamaha to With ride Yamaha? their T7. Possibly. With Suzuki, I don't see it happening. I I just don't like Suzuki. I, like I said, I don't want to make anyone feel like I'm picking their bike or their choice apart because it's just not my bag. I, I don't know why. I just... Right. I'm a Suzuki lover. Okay, so let's let's rephrase this. Uh, you're offered a job by a motorcycle manufacturer for two years to travel and on that their specific motorcycle to travel, document, and do all 10 or 11 BDRs over the course of two years. Okay, I'm liking this so far. I'm really liking where this is going. Are there any manufacturers that would go on the no list? <laughs> it's a harder question for you to answer. Can I still throw Suzuki on there? You can do anything you want. Yeah. Because no. I mean um, well, I mean, I've been on quite a few of the BDRs. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna you know, they're offering you a job to ride their motorcycle. Yeah, but uh I want to enjoy it too. Exactly. Um, but V-Strom is capable. Talk to me about Suzuki real quick. Your thoughts on what would be a good BDR bike from Suzuki. V-Strom, 650. 
it's comparable to the BMW. It's, uh, I mean, Ryan F9, that's what he got into the adventure on the V-Strom, the 650. Yeah. And then he ended up getting the same bike you have. But uh, I used, to, Suzuki, used to travel up Suzuki in the Can I Suzuki at the very bottom of the list? Can I do that? You can do anything you want. I mean, you can put them on the no list. You can I put mean, them two on years and all the BDRs, that's a goal of mine, you know, to do. Right. So that is tempting. And they're but, paying you to do it. Yeah, so it makes it possible. But at the same time, I want to I wanna enjoy the bike I'm on. Right. That's why I said, are there any manufacturers that would make the list? Kawasaki really only has one bike to do it on. That's KLR. I, I would try that for two Yamaha years. Yamaha has the Yamaha T7 the or the T1000, I think it is. Right? I'd try Super the T7 Tenere. for two years. Yeah, Husky's got, you know, Husky's the, got a well, multi- multitude of bikes that I would definitely say yes, 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 please, yes. Right, thank but you, I'm just saying, if you're going to do the BDRs on a bike, it's probably going to have to be the Norden or the 701. But yeah, the 701 I think is the 701 or 690. I would take or the. I mean, I would do it on the Norton, but I would skip the expert sections on the bigger bikes. You know? Oh, like, yeah, I agree. Back to the whole, you know, I yeah. ride the, my 250 on the NEBDR, not the 850. And again, I mean, if you were here and you had your 800, I would do the BDR with you because we would each be able to help each other. Yeah. It's not as tiring. Again, we would bike skip with the expert somebody. section still. Though, but Probably. Probably. Depending yeah. on how, how they, I mean, the that's a dream of mine, Chappy. That what if is a tough one, but inside I'm screaming no to Suzuki. I'm sorry. <laughs> you really and again, I'm not trying the, to, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's drum. feelings or I don't want to do 10 BDRs on a Suzuki. I, it just, hmm. that's just me. People can do it and have fun. So like, what about Honda? Honda, when it comes to adventure bikes, you've basically you've got the one that Amanda has, which I'm not too sure is a BDR bike. Yeah, or I don't know about, it looks like an okay machine. The mag wheels the make me nervous. Yes, the mag wheels make me nervous. Maybe you can get spoke wheels for that. But Honda, well, yes, they make an adventure. Honda kit, also makes your bike, but it's expensive, huh? Honda also makes your bike in the, the Itchy Boots 300. Yeah, that's not a 10 BDR, but I would not want to be traveling to and from BDRs. That's what I'm getting what at. It, are they, are what, they trailering me to each BDR, or do I have to use the bike the whole? Thing? No, I would say that you're going to travel the country okay. and do the BDRs. Yeah. Honda, I'd consider. I mean, I would be shooting for Husky and, and KTM because I just... Right, I but I mean, you're not. It's not like you've got five of them lining up. I'm yeah. a manufacturer comes to you. What I'm asking is, are there any that you would say no? I want to stick <laughs> to my still... story here. Why do you got Suzuki on the phone? Are they going to fucking give me this? <laughs> no, um, I'm just. It's. I, it's I think for that offer, I would consider all options. So. There isn't it's, a it's my dream that to you do. would say no. It's, it's my dream to do all the BDRs. So for a company to make that happen, I would I would definitely have to consider it. Cool. 
What about you? Uh, I am. You would say no to. Uh, now I'm going to bust your balls. I don't think I would. Um, what I might say no to is them saying like, here's a 1200. We want you to go do the BDRs alone type of shit. Yeah. You get to, you get to pick your bike or yeah. size of bike. Like yeah. that ty- type of thing. Um, if it was something like they were sponsoring the two of us, like they were sponsoring throttled adventures and like, I don't care if it was Himalaya comes and says, Hey, I'd fucking here's do two it on bikes. Himalaya. Here's two bikes. We're going to pay you X amount. I mean, in my case, they would have to replicate my income, current salary, plus yeah, make it worth my while to not have that job anymore. So, yes. Whereas me, they just have to give me food, gas, and bike money, and uh, occasional hookers, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Right. But like in, in my case, they would have to replicate my income yeah. for uh, several years in addition to the two that they wanted me to do. The, you can't get two years with. off? Yeah, I don't think so. Or they two would summers? Have to replace I mean, me. They would have we're to not going to do it in the winter. They would have to replace What if you me. went on FMLA where they can't replace you? They would have to replace me because somebody yeah, has to do my job. There are certain loopholes where they have to retain your job for you, too. Yeah, none of which considers uh, working for Yamaha or... Hold on, hold on, BBRs. hold on. Let me let me call our favorite lawyer. Homeless shelter. Oh, he's not answering. Sorry. He couldn't afford his bill this year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, you make. I don't point, see any manufacturer. I see a bike issue, like depending. Yeah, on, me too. That's why I said no to Suzuki. I see a bike issue. <laughs> now, what I mean is, like, uh, if KTM came and said uh, eight ninety or Husky nine hundred one, uh, that I don't see a problem with. I see a problem with them saying twelve ninety. Uh, we want you to ride the twelve ninety. <laughs> no on the BDRs. On a, no thing. Yeah. I'm not Chris Birch, so exactly. Now there are people that can do it and have a blast yeah. doing it. I'm just not and that skilled. So I've that seen would be Jocelyn do it too, but yeah. she's also with a group of people. Yeah. Although she picks her bike up by herself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would like to think I was skilled enough to do that, but I, I'm smart enough, barely, to know that I'm not capable to Chris Birch a 1290 down the BDRs. Nope. At this point, no. Now, if they were throwing in like Chris Birch lessons, two fifty. If they threw in Chris Birch lessons for two months, where we got to ride with him every day, oh, I would then, become. A then KTM I would ride whatever fan. the fuck bike you wanted me to ride. I would become a KTM fanboy if we yeah. got to do a BDR with Chris Birch on a freaking. I don't wouldn't care if it was a twenty two ninety. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm the same. Unfortunately, Chris, that would be really cool here in Utah this month. He's he's too expensive for my blood right now. <laughs> Need a few more patrons before yeah. Chappie and I can get lessons from Chris Birch. <laughs> or or electrical jobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even doing those anymore. <laughs> I retired. I, <laughs> I seriously did. Fuck everybody. <laughs> You're not young enough to retire. Retirement's not an age thing. It's a, it's a financial thing. 
Right. And you don't qualify hey, for If either. you had wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was broke when I was working and I'm broke when I'm not working. I'm just happier not working. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah. I, I learned as that at a young age from, from very smart people. I just didn't learn the tactic, but retirement is a fucking financial thing. Whether you cut down and live very cheaply or, you know, once you make so much money, you don't have to work anymore. It doesn't matter your age. If you figure out a way to make 2 million bucks and you can live on a uh, hundred thousand a year, whatever at a young age. Great. Hmm. I but, agree. Uh, retirement at 65 or something. First of all, I've never thought I'm going to live that fucking long. You're anyway. not 65. I know. I You're barely 65 45. to retire. I, I retired at 45. <laughs> oh, which crazy. is a sore subject for a lot of people. The wife. <laughs> yeah, the wife's not real happy about it, but I'm sure she's she's supportive to a certain point. Yeah. Um, she is. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised. We'll see how supportive she is when I lost my memory and have Alzheimer's and all that. But until mm-hmm. that point, uh, but yeah, I mean, do the stuff you want to do while your body can do it. Not saying you have to retire, but. Maybe take a longer vacation. I don't know. It's Amber's mm-hmm. fault. I told you that. She told me one day when her dad was here, he's like 67 or something. I don't know. Right. And I was riding my KTM 300. And she's like, you're trying to get to the top of these mountains. And she points at him on that bike. I'm like, yeah. And I was just learning. 42, 43, 44 years old. And she goes, you better do it now. Because can you imagine my dad trying to do that at his age? And she was just kind of making a comment in passing, basically, but just throwing that out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, get your ass on it. Well, I took her fucking so literally. She probably regrets making that comment. <laughs> probably. But it was the first time I was like looking at myself and thinking, God, I'm getting older. <laughs> mm. I'm such a, a, a kid in my head. You know, you know this. Yes. But it was the first moment where I was like, you know, you're you're mortal. You're not going to live forever and maybe start yeah, doing some no, of the I shit that you want to do. So Now, granted, not everybody should just quit their, lose their income. And there was more to it than just saying, hey, not I'm many tired. people have a wife that would allow that no. without being castrated, thrown in a dumpster and uh, left for dead. <laughs> well, I've been through all three of those so far and I'm still here, but. Damn. No. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I am very fortunate in my situation. Uh, you know, I put in my time, though. When we first were married, we were young. We had kids. And she wanted to stay home with the kids so they weren't raped at daycare. Oh. And, uh, you know, I worked 80-hour weeks, literally 80 fucking hours a week, cutting concrete with no high school education to keep her home and, you know, and I worked as an electrician, but helped her get through nursing school. And so, you know, 
I haven't always just been a bum. I've I've put in some stuff, but <laughs> I haven't always been a bum. It is hard. Just to, recently, yes, just recently. It's, it, hard, to, it's, it's not, hard to justify. It's not an the always thing. It's not an always thing. It's just nope. a recent thing. Just recently. <laughs> just a recent thing. It's just since the new administration came over, I thought, what the hell? Yeah, I need to get we out and do... We can just all live for free, and everything's happy, and unicorns are pretty, and they fly through the sky, and they drop fucking Skittles from their butthole, and I'll believe anything you tell me on the media. Sorry. Yes, and the Skittles from the butthole don't taste like fruit. No. They taste more like M&Ms. They're like, uh... <laughs> they're like magic fungi. They make you see pretty things. Oh, shit. Fun guy is not a fun guy. Alrighty. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. And now just That'd be a good a t-shirt, shout out Chappy. The uh <laughs> use the throttled adventures, throttled ADV discount code over at Mototomic and Motocamp Nerd. Because if you don't, you got a wrinkly hot dog. <sighs> Can't say that. Sorry. I just. Those were your words. You know, when, when it's time to pay the bills, you you like to interrupt. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Let's pay the bills. <laughs> Let's pay the bills. Let's save some people some money. Yes. On quality gear. So, thank you to Emoto Atomic and Moto Camp Nerd for allowing the listeners to have this discount code. So you can save some money on like. Cody's t-shirt, get to yeah. the Chapa. Mototomic has some great t-shirts. Uh our favorite hoodies. Dry bags. Dry bags work. They I mean, I've been using mine as luggage. Not just for like on the motorcycle, but like when me and the wife have done trips in the car and stuff too. Oh yeah. 40 liter holds everything we use them that to we go need. Paddle boarding or picnicking, yeah. camping. They're so useful. So useful. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just, it doesn't have to be used just to keep stuff dry. I mean, they're good bags for anything. And they come with the straps. I love that. I absolutely love that part. Yeah. For a fraction of what uh, most other companies charge for the same quality bag. Yep. So. Uh, Moto Camp Nerd, you can use the discount code to save on your purchase as well. He has a ever-growing stock of camping stuff that he's hand-selected because he is a Moto Camper for the Moto Camper. Small packing, lightweight, packable stuff for you to go camping on a motorcycle. And it's all quality stuff. Yes. Now, Chappie, did you have a like a Toys or Us when you were a kid? Uh, the big toy the store. The adult one or the kid one? The kid one. Okay. Yes, we had both. Okay. So I think of Muddle Camp Nerd as my and your Camp, camps adult are us. Toys or Us. Like, no. Not like sexual, like, not that. <laughs> I'm saying like, when I look at all the gear that Model Camp Nerd has, 
I'm as happy as I was when I was a kid and I went and they had every freaking Star Wars figure or whatever I was after at the time. Because I don't it was all in one place. I'm a camper us kid. I'm a camper us kid. I'm not growing up. Yep, that song's still in my head. Mm-hmm. Damn marketers. But yes, ben has, it, ben has it covered. Somebody said they're coming back. Oh, that'd be cool. I hope they have all my Star Wars shit I want. Yep, I heard they're coming back. Well, I would suggest that you get over to Highway 40 and get... I'm not even joking. This is the best coffee I've ever had. It is. It is very good coffee. I I took it when I was camping. Use my Stanley uh, coffee press. Your Stanley steamer? No, not Stanley steamer. Stanley coffee press. And you, and you made fresh coffee at the camp? I did. Oh, uh, you brought the... Good. I used my little stove that I got from Moto Camp Nerd. The little screw it onto the, the fuel bottle. Mm-hmm. I warmed up the water to it was just like a simmer, just before it started to boil. Ooh, yes. I put the recommended amount of coffee in, let it sit for, I think it was six minutes. And then put the press in, and then we poured our coffees using Thanks. our X set. We had two little cups. I was able to have one cup. The wife was able to have two because <laughs> she's a coffeeholic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was able to make another one. And again, I was able to have one cup. She was able to have two. There you go. So she's like that uh, one for you, two for me. <laughs> Yeah, we did that on the first morning. First night? First morning? Yeah, second morning, we packed everything up real quick and went Got to Dunkin' Donuts. Got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, we went to Dunkin' Donuts. Did Sherry need some sweets? No, it just, uh, it was the whole keeping the milk cold for one night was fine. The second night, I didn't want to. You didn't want to trust it? No, because like. I mean, I wasn't going to buy a huge bag of ice because we weren't packing. It was just. You cheap ass. Ice is like $3. Just kidding. I know, but okay. like okay. a huge bag of ice just to keep my freaking milk cold? creamer cold. Yeah. So <sighs> I just used the ice packs we had in the freezer for the first night. And then we came home and threw them back in the freezer. I thought you were going to say like. Sherry needed a cinnamon roll or something. Nope. No, we just, we didn't make coffee the second morning. We just, just like if we were on the bike or something, we were going to hit breakfast. Like we used to get up. She used to go get a coffee. I used to start packing everything up. That's the cool thing about two up. You kind of fall into a system. It's kind of cool. But I wanted to see how quick it would be to, to pack everything up. So we packed everything up. And we were like two minutes away from Dunkin' Donuts anyway, so we just got go. in the car and went to Dunkin' Donuts. But anyway, I used all my Moto Camp nerd stuff and tested it all out, and it works. So I know I'm going to have three cups of coffee when I go to. <laughs> You'll get all three attack. unless you share with. Uh, is it Frank? Yes, but. I don't know. I mean, if they got food trucks and stuff there, I, I might just 
go over to food truck? I did about half and half. You did what? I did at the rally, I did about half and half. Food truck. Yeah, I mean, meals. a cup of coffee. Just I mean, because the, the food truck did look really good. The pizza one was awesome. Well, the I'm thinking one, coffee. Like, I, I don't want to. probably should have stayed away from. Again, I don't want to be buying milk every day for my coffee. So and I, I hate the non-dairy. The food truck. Huh? The food truck, uh, one of them did sandwiches and stuff, and they had, like, uh, ice. You could buy, like, a small milk if you wanted each day. Right. So. But if I got to get up and walk over to buy the milk, I might as well buy a coffee. I'm usually only a one-cup person a day anyway. Yeah. So if I get I one cup, I'm good. this coffee over. I don't know why. I don't know. It's, it's but we shall see. You can have a Alrighty. blast, though. So now but yeah, save a lot of money, Moto Camp Nerd. There's so much shit you can buy, and 10% off so much shit is so much money. Yes. <laughs> and his inventory is increasing and growing. He just got something recently. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. It's hard to keep track of. Like, he had... I swear he adds yeah. stuff like every week or every other week. It's awesome. Yeah. And now that he's got the brick and mortar, uh, there's so many more things that he can carry. So, and Next. don't forget if you're looking for bike repairs of any kind, uh, B moto, you can ship your stuff to them and they, they do really good work. I mean, they rebuilt Cody's motor. There'll be more to come on that. Yeah. Yes. There's, but there's people in Discord that have uh, sent their carburetors and forks and, and all kinds of different things. Yeah. Definitely. I've been to the shop, seen it firsthand, and uh, it's no joke. Like, he takes his time. He's very particular and very knowledgeable, skilled. Right. But unless you live next to a suspension shop, you're going to have to ship your suspension anyway. Yeah. I mean, most of the people I know... Uh, put their forks in boxes and send them out to have them revalved and all kinds of stuff like that. So, yep. I mean, if you're going to ship it, you might as well ship it to Bimoto. Hell yeah. He is race tech certified. So Paul's a badass. So is Pete. He is. Even if he's just yes. a janitor. Sorry, Pete. I'm trying to get you a raise and a promotion, but. Yeah. The leader of the Carney crew. <laughs> They're awesome people. He drives the clown car. (laughs) So thank you all for listening. And uh, I guess until next time. Until next time. Look up your word a day for naughty words that you can say on the air and chat people. Not Put away that wrinkly hot dog. I want to put the hot dog in the bun. Shoppy's trying to get us sponsored by Manscaped so that we can say our balls are smooth. <laughs>